Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. We are live right now on the Facebook page, Twitter, everything else. And of course, here with me as always, Mr. Mark Warson. Howdy. I am your host, Sean Garman. I'm sorry if I'm going to sound a little bit nasally or whatever. I uh, haven't been back at my house for a while, and all this cat hair and everything that I haven't been around in a while is apparently getting to me. So I apologize if I'm not at the best of health while we're doing this. But hey, so it's been a bit, but there is some things to talk about. Sony announced a disability controller product, Leonardo. They've also sold a bunch of PS5s. There's a possibility of The Last of Us Part 3, a Final Fantasy IX remake, a Persona 3 remake. We've been playing some games and a lot more right after this. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Well, um, just to get it out of the way, of course, the housekeeping here. If this is your first time or your hundredth time listening or watching, really appreciate you as always. You can watch us live on WTO Network on Twitter, on Facebook, on uh, Twitch, and of course on YouTube as well. Not this time because... We have another one of our shows going on at the same time, which is crazy, but I'll get to that in a little bit here. And, of course, you can watch us on demand on the WTM Network YouTube, uh, as always, as well. And if you prefer to just listen with your ears, which I do a lot uh, while I'm at work, uh, I use Podcast Addict. You guys might use something else, but we're pretty much on anything that's out there, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, Amazon, Google, whatever. We are on there. And, of course, if you subscribe to the whole WT Network and not just Video Games to the Max, you can get everything else we do. We've added a new podcast, The Movies That Don't Suck, along with all of our other movie stuff with the Radisher Broadcasting. Uh, They have another new show that comes out every once in a while called Rescue Rebellion. I think they just did, like, a show on board games. Uh, They do metal music reviews as well. And then we got the anime show, Taught the Keiki. MMA for Marks, and we might get back chapter select with Randy and Jens pretty soon as well, according to them. So pretty cool to see that 
even though that'll be more movies related, which I guess goes along with all the other stuff we got going on. But maybe they'll come back to games if they have time. Randy's a much busier guy at this point now. So we'll see uh, how this goes. Mark, I mean, how was your holidays? How was your Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, it's pretty boring. Just trying to survive the, that one cold weekend or so. That's about it. Well, I'm glad that you're still here uh, with us. Now we got to see how it goes out and where a lot of gaming stuff happens in California, Los Angeles, all that stuff. They were trying not to get flooded and all that the last time I checked. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, so it's not been like, obviously people have been doing their you know, game of the year stuff or like we're going to do here at the end, our most anticipated games kind of stuff, because it's usually this is the kind of time of year where gaming, as a lot of other things do, they cool down for the end of the year and then they kind of reset to start again. So we're kind of in that little lull period a little bit. There is the a few big games coming out pretty soon. So we'll kind of start hitting the this has been customary for the last couple of years. It feels like we're getting the big games in January, February. So we will probably be getting that as well this year, too. So don't worry. But there hasn't been this like big deluge of news aside from people doing those things. We are going to do our you know, top 25 games, top 10 games, uh, personal, that kind of stuff. We're just trying to get like who's going to be on for that and everything and then we'll still do we'll do our fantasy draft again this year so also trying to get who can be on that and also have people that are going to actually like be on it and contribute because last time we had a few people that were on the draft and then never touched the uh, thing again so we're going to try to prevent that from happening this year at least as much as we can so really quickly if you have a playstation 5 or 4 for that matter you can Go download the PlayStation Plus games for this month, which are available right now as we speak. You can go get an amazing game that if you haven't played yet, you really should because there's going to be a sequel coming out supposedly this year, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. You can go get that on PS5 or PS4. If you have time to play an MMO and you like Fallout, you can get Fallout 76 or a game that Mark didn't really like that much, Axiom Verge 2 for also PS5 or PS4. So... Yeah, two of those games are bad, and then there's Star Wars. <laughs> to be fair, they've tried to come back with uh, Fallout 76. So, But um, yeah, I remember you just like being really disappointed by the fact that Axiom Verge 2 did yeah, not live not... up to your expectations. <laughs> yep, it's terrible. So, uh, yeah, um, but definitely, definitely go and download Je- uh, Jedi Fallen Order. It's like a mixture of Dark Souls, and I can't think of the... Metroidvania. Yeah, like Metroidvania Dark Souls combat. So that's some fun well, stuff. It's there. like Dark Souls combat, but Metroidvania, they like to get around and like, right. oh, to open this door, you need this hacking tool or to get around, you know, you need this like zip line thing and stuff like that. So, and you do get to fight with the lightsabers. So that's always fun as yeah. well. But yeah, um, like I said, Sony had a CES con- uh, press conference where we thought it was really going to be to show off the VR2. And it turned out that the VR2 part was kind of not really the big deal. The big deal was the 
Project Leonardo, which is their first shot at a disability controller. You know, for the longest time, we've seen Xbox have theirs and people have lauded that thing. And, you know, people wondered like, hey, you know, PlayStation, do they just not see disability as an important thing? I mean, what what's going on with that? Um, you know, people want to play their games, uh, you know, that have disability or other kind of issues and just can't. And now we kind of get that surprise that this has kind of been in development for a while, uh, along with like Able Gamers helped out as well. And this is it. If you kind of look at it, which I will see if I can pull up something uh, for the video people, but it oh, looks like this. Looks like huh? a big pizza wheel. Yeah, looks like a big pizza wheel with like a joystick, like a black joystick kind of controller, which is, um, and they said it's not, it doesn't have like a, a set configuration. Like it doesn't have this like, okay, well, this is what you're supposed to build and then you can kind of modify it. They kind of just let you out of the box, build it the way you want. Yeah. And that's kind of. It's all like detachable like, and yeah. I mean, so. I mean, obviously, we don't have a use for this, but this is also for the people that that would need that. I mean, what do you what do you think about it? And yeah, I mean, as long as it's not too expensive, because I think that Xbox One is kind of pricey. Uh, yeah, considering that Sony is not about, or they haven't been necessarily about um, making things cheap. Yeah, um, I don't have like a ton of faith that they are going to try to keep this in the. I guess what you would deem affordable rain right i would think that they were probably going to say okay whatever microsoft's charging we can charge that too yeah um maybe try to see if they can undercut it by 50 dollars, but i don't know like the technology i mean this i mean the xbox one's 100 bucks so i'm i think this would be 100 bucks too at least yeah the i mean the technology in this thing and all the different ports and all that stuff that you can put in it just looks like a lot so i don't know that yeah but it's I mean, also <laughs> probably missing features like the vibration motor or like the, the hd vibration or the whole like motion control crap right which who needs it so <laughs> <laughs> i mean it is like it is cool that they got steve spawn and several other people to be in this and like give their perspective and be able to provide you know what the controller needs to really work for disabled gamers and the like. So this is awesome that Sony's doing this finally, and hopefully this helps uh, get things moving in the right direction where we see more of this from Sony, really. The weird thing is, like, we still don't really know if Nintendo's working on any of anything like this. Um, I mean, I don't know what you could do for the Switch in that just, capacity. Just retrofit a uh, NES yeah. power pad. Yeah, I guess you could do that. But, I mean, it is weird still that, like, Nintendo doesn't uh, seem to have this affinity for that. They just kind of like, all right, well, you play your games, you don't, or whatever, and it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, it does It does look pretty cool. Um, it's, like, it's got the DualSense color, so it has the white with, you know, the different configurations of the face buttons and then the back buttons. This is, uh, again, pretty cool that they're doing that, and hats off to Sony for doing it. I did mention that they did talk about PSVR 2. Um, the biggest thing from the PSVR 2 
I guess, showing at CES um, was that they announced that Gran Turismo 7 is going to get a free mode. I guess if you already have Gran Turismo 7, that's neat. Yeah. Um, they also announced a Beat Saber, and they didn't announce that if you already had that, you're going to get this for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's weird because it was on the PSVR 1. So. That, that's what I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. That was like the, the big standout app, so I'm sure... I mean, I also don't understand, like, why wouldn't that be a launch game for the PSVR 2? But, okay. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, um, I don't really get why that's not um, a thing, I guess. But, sure. I mean, they well, announced, like, yeah. One reason is because Oculus publishes it now, so that might be an issue. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, supposedly... Um, Meta and Sony are working closer together, so yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know why. They, again, they wouldn't uh, do this, but they really kind of just, you know, promoted the things we already know about it. Um, it was like a, I guess, like a five minute thing. It wasn't. I thought they would spend more time on it. Like, I guess, showing more games and things like that. You know, the stuff that's going to sell people on the PSVR two. Do you think that yeah. Grand Turismo Seven thing is going to be like? the whole game in VR or just some like siloed off VR mode that supposedly it is the whole game. Yeah. It's not uh, be, be great. I think. Or... Yeah. I, I don't know that. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, I, I mean, it might be fine for people that like Gran Turismo a lot and oh, wanted so to have you... that experience. <laughs> Yeah. Um <laughs> six of Um Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like this is for definitely for people that already like Gran Turismo and maybe were thinking about getting a PSVR two. I saw a few folks that were like, this is what I wanted for the PSVR two. Um and then and now I'm going to get it because of this, but I don't think this is going to be one of those like uh, killer app things that moves it. Right. So, but hey, at least credit to them for doing that and adding it in, at least. Hey, they don't um, have a Wipeout game, so might as well use Gran Turismo instead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but Wipeout could cause people to have a lot more uh, like nausea issues, wouldn't you think? I mean... Not really. And the whole I mean, point of Wipeout to be doing stuff fast. Yeah, but you can still it's still controllable. Like I imagine the fisheye lens you're gonna use for Gran Turismo is gonna bite be more disorienting, but that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean we'll see once it comes out, which this thing is like doesn't it come out like in February? End of February. Uh I, so I yeah. mean, th that's the thing is, like, I feel like we aren't getting, I mean, there's, I think they said there's, like, at least, like, 18 games that are coming for launch. So, um, you know, that that's a decent-sized lineup for, usually you'll have people buy the, have a good retach rate if you buy this thing. But, I mean, this right. is a much more expensive proposition then yeah i uh, imagine like you're gonna go into any store that sells like electronics and they're gonna be like boxes of this thing laying around 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, you. I don't think you. I don't think you're gonna have necessarily that problem. Uh, at first, you always get people that are gonna like sell out the first part. Like, um, there's finally the Project Leonardo there for the people that are watching on video. But um, yeah, I mean. It's after that. I think after the initial batch is like, will they get support to get people to actually keep buying this and maybe buy it if it goes on a sale or stuff like that? I mean, I mean, I what what got it for me was uh you know if they make another Astrobot, maybe that's what gets me to maybe try it again, but. Right now, I don't have the room. Again, I'm into the problem where I don't necessarily have the room for or the that. Money. So, <laughs> yeah, especially the money. But also, like, I wouldn't really be able to play it the way it would be intended. So, yeah. But hey, at least one thing that they uh, Jim Ryan announced out of this thing is there's 30 million PS5s have been sold, and now, according to him, from this point forward, it's going to be much easier to get a PS5. So, I mean, both of us already have one, so it doesn't really, you well, know. he's good, good in his first part. He's lying about the second part. <laughs> well, I mean, I have seen a lot more people be able to pick it up now. Pick it but... up. Yes, pick it up, but not still not be able to like, go into a store and find him. Yeah. I, it obviously depends on where you live. Yeah. Um, like, the moment it, I can walk into a Best Buy and they got, like, three on the shelf. That'll, I'm like, okay, it's now e- slightly easier to pick up, but that still has not happened. <laughs> it seems like what it is is that it's like, okay, well, there's a lot more online. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it like a Best yeah. Buy, like ready to be picked up or stuff like that. Or they're, right. they're just selling it from like the like the Sony's website themselves. But as far as like GameStop or you know Best Buy, like no. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you can get it on Target's website or maybe Walmart's website or something like that, or Sony themselves. But, like you said, going into the store, finding it, yeah, not necessarily the easiest thing right now. Yeah. And uh, one last thing, I guess, Sony necessarily related is uh, that Neil Druckmann. Of course, they're they've been they're what uh a few weeks away from the start of the last of us yeah i think it's a uh, tv show yeah which um that's what according to randy that's what they're going to be doing the the first uh, the chapter select return is going to be the reviewing the last of us tv show don't know if they're going to do that weekly or they're just going to wait for it to all come out but either way i mean they've been promoting that um uh, and he doesn't necessarily like tell you oh for sure there is going to be a last of us part three but he does say that there's more story to tell what's the last of us so kind of leaving that door open i guess well yeah you, i'm not gonna close it yeah <laughs> i mean but i feel like definitely there is gonna be a last of us part three yeah i feel like there's too much money left on the table not to do one. Uh, this TV show is only going to invigorate people more to want to check out the series. 
So I would not be surprised if we get an explosion of Last of Us Part 1 and 2 being bought. Or if you already have a PS4 being played, because you can, you know, get it for pretty cheap there. And then you can get part two now for like 10 bucks if you hunt around. Yeah, that's true. And then if you have a PS5, the last was part one, not the not the remake, but the remaster is there for free in the collection. So. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. There's that, at least. Um, and then last one, part one, is going to be coming to PC in March, I think. March 3rd. So you'll have it on PC as well. Uh, a few months after the probably the show will still be on by the time that comes out or be close to ending the first season. Yeah, probably just so, right around ending. I think it's only like eight or ten episodes. So They did announce that there's going to be some changes to the story. They aren't going to be telling, as of now, they aren't going to be telling any stories that are not involved with the games. But, I mean, I know you're not like Randy, say, who's like, this is one of the greatest things of all time or whatever. But I guess as a uh, someone that's played the games, and do you have a big issue with them saying they're going to change some of the story from the games and all that? Not really, but the only change you need to make is make uh, Nick Offerman's character the main character. <laughs> get, get rid of uh, you, that guy can stay in the Mandalorian and just have Nick Offerman hanging out for a while. <laughs> well, apparently, you know, that's going to be one of the changes is uh, Bill maybe might play a bigger role. Yeah. I guess. So. He's not, I mean, he's not in the game much at all. He's only yeah. in it for like an hour or maybe like two hours. I mean, he's in it for like pretty minor in the grand scheme. So I do hope in the game though, like the game is, the first game is really weird and awkwardly paced because they just jump from season to like season to season. Right. Like, there's like huge gaps there that it's like we could tell something here, but instead you just show up at the zoo and it's now the fall and it's like what the f- what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, um, so sure, if they want to tell more stories. That's fine. Like they obviously can't stray too much from it, but I mean they're also not going to cast Nick Offerman to barely have him in the show either. So, uh, you, I mean yeah. you'd kind of be surprised, like. Sometimes they just kind of do that nowadays. Like they cast like a big actor in like a, a small role to get people interested. Yeah. But I hope not. And then, of course, they showed off the uh, some art for the Last of Us multiplayer game that we still don't know when that's coming out. But yeah. hey, uh, at least they showed more of it, right? I mean, I don't necessarily, I'm not jonesing to play that or anything, but I know a lot of people that are. Yeah, so, I'm not. <laughs> well, yeah, not you, but I'm talking about, I guess, on the internet in Global general. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you already had that in the like the first game on PS3, so it's like, man. 
Right. I mean, a lot of people have been clamoring for that. They're saying, hey, where's the multiplayer? It was there in the original game, all that. Like, so. Because it wasn't uh, worthwhile. Like, that should be their, their response. <laughs> yeah, but you know, everything has to have a multiplayer component now. Like, you got to have something that can maybe last a while, especially Sony with their. We're kind of try to not try to also focus on these things that are not just one and done games. So. We'll see how well yeah. that goes, I guess, for them. <laughs> Something that I can't believe is still in the minds of one Square Enix is that they're still insistent on the blockchain and NFT uh, games. They published a New Year's letter to promote how aggressively they invested in blockchain games that that recent volatility in the market actually ultimately benefit them. And yeah, it's just, it's crazy to see how we saw quite a few people just like say, I don't know that we're going to go in that direction to some games just outright saying we're not doing these anymore. And then Square is just like, oh yeah, it's still awesome, by the way. We're, we're still doing this. Like, why? Well, I guess- it, well, the the dark reason I suspect is when they when their profits fall again this year, they can blame yeah. that instead of like Final Fantasy sixteen not doing well or Force Broken likely being a bomb. Okay, I could definitely say with Force Broken, but I'm sorry, man. Like the fact I think, that Final- I don't think Final Fantasy sixteen is gonna like bomb. But yeah, I don't think it's going to do as well as they want it to do because they want it to do crazy and like that franchise is is not the healthiest when it comes to new games. I mean, you're not wrong, but like, well, I'll put it to you this way: Do you think Final Fantasy 16 is going to do better or worse than Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part Two? No, I mean, okay, but that's that's a different. <laughs> can of worms there like uh rebirth has the final fantasy 7 connection you're talking you're talking about like it's a it's a game that everybody knows um you don't necessarily have to have played the uh original to have played this according to them like it's gonna vary that much that you could necessarily just play it as a its own game like people know the characters outside of the game. Like Final Fantasy XVI is a different animal in that way, but I do think that it's going to sell well because it's PS5 only. There's not that many PS5 only games out there. So, and the fact that they're like, I know it's going to turn off the the more traditionalists, but the right. fact that it's more of like solo focused and uh, the combat is more. I guess oriented to like the big boss fights and stuff like that. Like, you know, obviously um, we saw this with Elden Ring and all that kind of stuff of how people are, that seems to be a direction I mean, that people are okay to go in. You saw it with Final Fantasy 15. Look how well that one. <laughs> no, with Final Fantasy 15, the problem was it was, it never married itself to one. It tried to be <laughs> multiple things at once. Right. Um, and also, like, the story was a problem. <laughs> but, uh, 
I had fun in that game, but I think it's more like looked at now after they made all the fixes and everything that it's kind of okay and not necessarily when it first came out. I don't I think mean, you're going to have back, a problem with this I game. I loved it back then. So, <laughs> I mean, I did too, but there was a lot of people that just they couldn't stand it and then they came with a world those, edition or whatever, played it again, and they seemed to like it more. Those, those people are called weak-minded. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know. Uh, stories story might not be wind up being like anything you know amazing but i think people are gonna end up liking the combat more and yeah stuff like that so i mean but it just smacks that this whole nft thing is just like cover for them like when they have losses they're like oh it's because no one bought our stupid cloud nft yeah possibly but to be fair to them they do have good enough art teams that if they can actually make some decent NFTs or, or blockchain games, I could see people that are Final Fantasy crazy that will that will probably end up buying the damn blockchain game, sadly. So, uh, you know. Until, until they should have done eight months later, like, like just like First Soldier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that won't happen is that's more surprising to me like i could see this thing get announced and then pretty quickly just like also babylon's fall yeah where it's like oh i'm sorry we're shutting this down like you weren't playing this enough so or uh took about yeah. racing gp like they just yeah that too that. that really should have not been that way but yeah. you know again that's square enix and their hubris there of just like that's really not what people wanted from this, but sure, whatever, you know. Um, the thing that I, if it does get announced, whether it's at E3 or Summer Games Fest or Square Enix announced it by themselves or however the hell they announced this, um, if we really do get that, you know, because they, Yoshi P hinted at, or was it Katase? Uh, hinted at um, that there's one announcement that's not Final Fantasy 7 related because we know that there's we got Final Fantasy 16, we got Rebirth, which that could still wind up coming in early next year but we also got Ever Crisis coming out at some point this year so a lot of it is geared toward the Final Fantasy 7 and you know the, the anniversary but he did hint that there's one game that's not related to Final Fantasy 7 or the known 16 that they still have to announce that it's a pretty big announcement and if you go back to that NVIDIA leak that you know we have seen more and more games keep getting announced that we're actually you know on that thing um, I mean there's an anime show that we still haven't seen Jack of apparently uh, like Square Enix got to see it at some point, but we haven't seen it yet. Um, the Fantasy Nine too. <laughs> I saw some people actually asking for that. That would be hilarious. But I mean, Final Fantasy Nine is my favorite Final Fantasy, so I would absolutely love it if we get this announcement. Who knows when it'll come out? Or, or but, it'll be the uh, the Air Guys anime wrestling show. 
<laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, yes. So if we're doing some kind of reaction video, I'm going to go nuts if that uh, that actually ever gets announced. But honestly, it's pretty cool that that could possibly be it. I've been waiting for something like that. So I just weird. It's weird that like they're just totally skipping eight in this thing. But I guess that's for another day when they don't have anything else to remake. Yeah, uh, they'll probably the, still. Uh, sk- that'll be the we have no more ideas button, or you know, break glass and we have no more ideas. I could see them remaking ten before they remake eight. Actually, yeah, but we'll see um, if that happens. Let's get to nine first, um, just to get other remake stuff out of the way. Uh, System Shock remake is supposedly going to come out soon. I feel like yeah. we keep saying that, and then it gets delayed. Um, yeah. It's supposedly going to come out March 2023 now. Uh, <laughs> this thing got crowdfunded, what, in like 2016? Yep. Um, gosh, that seems so long ago. Um, Speaking of uh, crowdfunding uh anniversaries guess what just passed the uh oh i think it's the 10th or the 12th year uh anniversary star citizen yep is that thing still in beta yeah you still can't like you can technically buy your way in but it's not like on like a storefront or you know there's no game you know it's just that like is hang- absolutely insane. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. They're so like just stealing from people at this point. Right. And people just keep giving them money. I guess they're just enjoying it the way it is, but it's just like damn. I mean, really? they announced the uh the single player thing is called Squadron 42. That was announced right. in 2014. Oof. Yeah. So, according to a Kickstarter update, the developer insisted that this time it's different, y'all. Um, we're in the last major steps of finally releasing the game. The scope and scale of the project has evolved dramatically, and with Prime Matter joining the project, it's enabled us to focus on quality of life. Oh, remember Prime Matter, folks. Uh, play, that's Play On, right? The Play On people's, yeah, I, I guess, so. take on the private division thing where they have these games they're helping funding or they're just making themselves so hey that's cool if it gets the game made that's awesome i mean you're a system shock fan right so not i only played the second one not really Uh, yeah i i don't have a ton of history with that bioshock's cool but okay i mean mean, if it comes out i'll probably play it or try it We'll see. It depends yeah. on like, how modern it is, because even like System Shock Two is pretty archaic. When I played play, like the the port of it, like the remaster right. or whatever. So, well, let's hope that they do modernize in a bit here, at least. Yeah. So, uh, that being said, um, there's one more remake that's possibly out there. This one's a bit more like people are just reading between the lines. And I think we've talked about this before. 
Rumors are spreading again that there's a Persona 3 remake happening. Yeah. Um, I said this from the beginning that, like, it was always weird that they were going to bring Persona 3 Portable uh, to the new systems and instead, you know, why not well, bring... Yeah. Uh, portable is one where you could play as a chick. So right. they probably, probably viewed that as like... But like Persona 3 Portable doesn't have its golden, right? Like it doesn't have the game that it's like, okay, this is the way you need to play this game. And it What's, brings all the best stuff. That's like Fez, I guess. But like Fez is like slightly different because you can't play as a girl and there's like slightly different. Like, right. That's just like the main game with like the fixed battle system and like the small epilogue. Right, yeah, there's no golden brings in like kind of like royal. You bring in the new character, and it's the definitive way to play Persona Four. Right. Uh so Persona Three doesn't really have that, so they could technically remake it. Um, sure. I mean, hell, I, they should just be remaking like Persona One and Two. <laughs> like, that's the thing that I see a lot of people complain about, and I kind of see their point, like. And we have a lot of stuff with Persona 3, 4, and 5. I mean... Well, those are the games that are, like, big and important and got people interested. Like, yeah, Persona 1 and 2, like, some people right. played them back in the day, but you ask people now, like, have you ever played Persona 2? They're going to go, like, fuck no. Right, but they also haven't really been available on... Unless you emulate, they haven't really been available on modern consoles either, so... Sure, but those games are, like so archaic and weird that, like, even if they were, people would not like them. Because those are, like, damn near strategy games, you know? Right. And, like, weirdly, like, first person, too. And I say, what the fuck is going on here? Like, walking around the school environment. <laughs> I mean, but I think, I mean, doesn't that make a case that why you should remake them? Like... That's what I was saying, um, yeah. <laughs> like, let's bring that into a modern audience, they like Persona, like, they would probably play this. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where I kind of get the fans of, like, 1 and 2, where it's just, okay, all y'all do is keep doing 3, 4, and 5. But, I mean, to be fair to them, they're not on 3 and 4, not on the other consoles yet. Like, let's see if that's ever going to be the case, where Atlas acts like one and two exists because sometimes it kind of feels like they don't. I know they do, like with yeah. the anniversary stuff, like the 25th anniversary. Obviously, it was like, yeah, when Persona that was 25, like, that was last year. When I think Persona one was like 97, yeah, so that would have been, yeah, 2022. Uh, but like I said, they're just so different, so different games compared to like three, four, and five that. It's hard to go back to them. Like that's why a remake would be good if they wanted to do it. But I don't think like I imagine this guy want, want to keep on rolling. Let's like, make another one instead. Yeah, I think that's the problem too. Is like I think people would also be wanting a Persona Six at this point, which it was kind of shocking that they didn't announce that as the last thing uh, yeah. during that big anniversary thing. So. Right. It's like, okay, you didn't announce Persona 3 Remake, you didn't announce Persona 4, Persona 6, so 
what you know what's the big deal here they announced um, the persona race kart racing game <laughs> yeah right with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's what's left. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess they did bring the fighting game to... Yeah, that's cool. Especially that's that's like expensive. That was expensive to get. Yeah. So at least at least you have that. But I guess we could get a surprise announcement of it. Yeah. But it's still left to be seen. What's going to be? I don't uh, know. I I kind of appreciate that they're not whoring the franchise out, unlike the the franchise we just talked about. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but to be to be fair to Square Enix, um, you know they 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 like I think Final Fantasy VII is a at least they're not just that's the thing like some people just want oh man I wanted a shot for shot remake of the original it's like do you really I I mean. I think when it's all said and done, people will actually love all three of those games and appreciate that they took the time to essentially make sequels to Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it'll be seen as a, oh, we're whoring out the franchise kind of thing. Like, it's been long enough, like, that's okay to remake. Um, Once Square Enix announces a Gurgis Cerberus remake, then they'll be whoring out the franchise again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, if you're gonna put it all into Ever Crisis and you already, I don't like. You could essentially do like a dirge of service. Uh, let's remaster the cutscenes and just put that in to something like you do Kingdom Hearts and say, "All right, that's it." <laughs> you know, like I don't think we need to, yeah, remaster that game or remake that game or whatever. Like, um, it, I think it's better off if we just we don't need to act like it doesn't exist because he's mentioned that that's going to be spoken about. We already saw Weiss in the uh, Yuffie DLC or whatever, but I mean, still, I, I don't. I'm kind of gonna be like you. Just talk about grown. If I hear. That they're remaking that, <laughs> like really, you know, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, but either way, we will probably hear something along the lines of either Persona Six or Persona Three Remake or something else. Uh, Persona, 
uh, by yeah. year's end there. Uh, speaking of games that are doing collections like Persona 3 and 4, uh, Hitman is bringing it all together. Uh, Hitman 3 is doing a collection, I think, called like the world uh, assassin or something like that. Um, so I meant these going to be basically being rebranded and incorporating content from one and two, which I thought they already did. Um, I mean, you can like import your, you can import, if you have those games already, you can like import them into Hitman three. But what oh, this okay. is, is like, they're taking Hitman one, two and three out the stores and announcing like this Hitman role of assassination thing. And that'll be the new game. Or like that'll be the only skew that's available. Yeah. I mean because that's kind of what's important about them, right? Is just having the do they really have a story that connects lately? I mean, if, I mean there is a campaign, but it's pretty uh, it's like marginalized to an extent, or it's pretty silent yeah. off from like the main thing is like you're playing the levels over and over and locking like new ways to kill the targets. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that's fair and all, but... I mean, it's not also nice. I mean, I have Hitman 1 and 2 on PC, and they said, like, right. oh, if you have if you have part of the games, you'll be able to get the, like, the last bit, like, for a cheaper price. So that's nice. Good on that. Yeah, and you do get them... Uh, if you have three, you get a free upgrade to World of Assassination, so... Yeah. There's that, at least. Right. Um, it's not like you're getting, hey, oh, you have to go buy this all again. So that's always... Right. Yeah, I mean, they, they do pretty well uh, with, like, you know, taking care of the cu- customer or, you know, like, not screwing over the fan base too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, with Behoot, they're the news, so they're an indie publisher, so they kind of need to always be on the side of the fans. Yeah. Um, But still, and I'm hey, it's good that they're like, doing paved the way for Hitman 4. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Hitman, I thought he was well-received. A lot of people had it in their uh, game of the year list, so yeah, we'll we'll see how well this uh, ones up turning out here for this world of assassination, which pretty much that's what this is. You get them all everything together and get to go have fun assassinating things. Yeah. Um. Uh, CD Projekt Red apparently has settled one of their cyberpunk lawsuits. They're going to pay $1.85 million. And this is for the class action lawsuit that alleged that it misled investors over the quality of Cyberpunk 2077. This is the one that was filed in December of two years ago by the Rosen Law Firm. Um, and yeah, oof. Uh, I mean, this is, a, <laughs> it, you know, yeah. they settled for only like basically a little under two million, and that's fine. I mean, that hurts a little, but yeah, they were they were facing on the barrel of a much larger lawsuit. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, it's like what seventeen percent, I think, of the recoverable damages. Yeah, um, which isn't that's a lot, but it's like like you said, it could have been much worse. And considering yeah. all the stuff they got in development. I think it will be kind of like not a big deal. Right. Um, especially because Cyberpunk has such a more positive outlook now. 
that I think people probably forgot that this happened actually. Yeah. That there was these lawsuits going on. So it's it's one of those kind of like, well, how the world turns, uh, how things have happened for Cyberpunk and positively that I actually kind of forgot about that. Um, yeah. That like this was going on. So, yeah, uh, I guess good on Cyberpunk for at least our CD project for agreeing to something and get this out of the way. Yeah. Uh, something that's not as cool, though, or. I guess not in the same level, but still pretty uh, crappy. Um, Madden NFL 23, if you lost your save and it got corrupted due to the data storage issue, oh, about like 60% of those are not going to be, you can't recover your save at all. So can you imagine the people that like already did a ton of franchise mode or any of the other modes, like you lost that all? Like, I would not be redoing that again. Yeah, but how important is franchise mode to Madden? I mean, come on. Uh, well, this year, <laughs> that was supposed to be, like, one of the big things that they changed, so... Yeah. Uh, this year, it wasn't very good, though. Uh, let's be honest. Madden 23 was not... Uh, outside of, like, paying the homage to John Madden... I mean, they say that about every year, though. Like, it just kind of gets slowly worse like year by year yeah but it feels like this year they were making such a big deal about this one and i haven't heard anyone say like oh yeah this was actually the consensus is that this is bad yeah um it's not like fifa where sometimes you get oh i don't like this i didn't like that uh for the most part most people like fifa 23 not the so not the same for madden at all so uh, and again, that sucks considering um, that it was sort of supposed to be paying homage to Matt and everything he's done for that right. uh, franchise there. Uh, Assassin's Creed has lost its showrunner uh, for that Netflix uh, series. Of course, this series got announced like uh, two years ago. Um, and yeah, we really haven't seen anything of it, so... Some of one of these Netflix things that kind of just like, well, they announced it and now nothing's going on. So, yeah. I um, mean, yeah, th- th- this is why whenever you bring up these TV shows, I always look at it with a grain of salt. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, to be fair, like nobody playing on the pandemic. Um, and then he said that there was a lot of movement between L.A. to London and. Um, that kind of has like not helped things. Uh, so we'll see how long it takes for them to get another showrunner, but usually this stalls things a lot here. That's another to, few years, <laughs> right? I mean, at least Ubisoft's been helpful with it, but I mean, they got enough Assassin's Creed stuff going on that I don't think it's going to be uh, the worst thing in the world that they don't have this they're just, for waiting for Nick, they're just waiting for Nick Hoffman to get free so he can be the next assassin <laughs> yeah I'd watch that exactly. too mm-hmm. I definitely know you <laughs> um, anything else you want to before we get to the games here uh, 
Well, Microsoft backed down from their stupid FTC bitching. Uh, I mean, funny. that was dumb language that they put in that thing, but yeah, FTC still doesn't really... The fact that they're like not... Um, that they're like not trying to actively go crazy about a settlement, and even they've said that if they don't reach the settlement, they're just going to close it. So, I okay. <laughs> this is going to go on the whole year again, sadly. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get to the end of the year and Microsoft still doesn't have an Activision uh, Blizzard. Right. But hopefully yeah, they'll be closer to it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, let's get to the games, I guess. <laughs> uh, So you platinumed it. I beat it. Uh, I got to like 50% of the missions and I was just like, ah, well. If I feel like going back to this other point, I will. Um, kind of just wanted to get through the game uh, at some point. Um, talking about Crisis Core. <laughs> yes, Crisis Core. Uh, so Crisis Core, the Final Seven reunion, the, the remaster. Uh, again, you're playing it on PS5, right? Yeah. And then I, I played on Switch. Um, and he, I, we kind of talked about it a lot on the last episode, so I mean, I don't know well, if you. What did you think of the story? I mean, because you didn't finish it or you didn't know what the hell was going on, so. Yeah, I hadn't played it before. Um, I, obviously, the ending was really awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah. I, I tend. I I like Genesis. I think he's kind of cool. I, the Loveless stuff was, um, <laughs> you know. That's him, and again, I like that. You know, you kind of understand Sephiroth a bit more, um, and I like that having that different perspective of the Nibelheim incident that you don't get if you only play Final Fantasy Seven. So, right. yeah, I mean, and it, again, it looks really good. The stuff that they did uh, improve. Um, so, yeah, the only. Yeah. The only bad stuff, as we said last time, was the FMV and certain like yeah. sequences is still shaky. <laughs> and it feels the... like Angeo really looks bad. I don't like the other guys don't look as bad, but Angeo really does for some reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, even Angeo to a certain aspect, he was interesting too. Yeah. Uh, so I like the story um, overall and. It made me actually go and see if I can finally get myself to beat Final Fantasy VII. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I started like just watching a bunch of stuff about the story and how it all you know combines and works. And um, I, yeah. I mean, you mentioned it, so I'll, I'll tell this little story real quick. I had an old friend. He, he really liked Crisis Core, and he used to say that, like, his, his big theory was, like, oh, the Loveless play is, like, an uh, analogy of the whole Final Fantasy VII storyline. Like, it was, like, somehow, like, they had part, they had, like, Loveless was, like, their, their plan, and it's all, like, a metaphor for Final Fantasy VII, and I'm, like... No, they just bolted that shit onto when it was in Crisis Core. <laughs> like, come on. I, I mean, he wouldn't be like totally necessarily they wrong. They don't mention Loveless once in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, they don't. I mean, other than the, it being in the intro, 
Yeah, like the, like the, you don't, like the banner or like, yeah, that like marquee sign and that's it. Like, yeah, you don't on. really see it uh, mentioned again. I mean, maybe that's what the remake's going to do because they uh, kind of sort of hit at it a little bit uh, that maybe he's going to play other than Zach. Obviously, he's, you know, Genesis might play a bigger role. Um, which would be kind of interesting if they like put him in because you know you never really um get to hear much about him at all if you only play seven. Like Zach's right. in there a little bit, and then I bet you Sephiroth. But yeah, I mean it was cool to just experience Zach's story, and um he's a much different character than Cloud. So you forgot better. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just more enthusiastic, I guess you could say. Um, which that's fine too. It's more, I guess, uh, anime. And then it's like, once you play this game, you obviously get a sense of the like cloud struggle in seven. Like, you under, I think I understand it a lot more now, having played this game too. So, plus the gameplay was fun as hell. Yeah, what do you think of the gameplay? Like, actually, I mean, you didn't get like too far into the battle system, but from what you saw. <laughs> well, I mean, I played like fifty percent of those missions. That's a lot. Uh, so, um, well, here's the thing: you didn't get there are. I mean, there are items in the game that break the limits in the game, like the yeah. HP and the damage limit. So instead of like nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine, you're dealing ninety nine thousand. Right. You didn't. I don't think you got that. No, I didn't get that, but I mean, uh, and there is a, uh, I mean, there are abilities in that game that are just like, like fucked. Like uh, the the main one is called Costly Punch, and it, it takes yeah. away like maybe like a fifth or like a sixth of your HP, but it deals with like ninety nine thousand damage. Oh, okay. so wow! Like every time you do it, or it's like it takes off like. Yeah, like, I think like a tenth of your HP, and that, like that's every time you use it. But it's like yeah. the move to use. <laughs> and right, did, the uh, I mean, I did the boss fight. There's a hidden boss fight in the game. Uh, the boss has ten million HP. Jesus, that's on that's on normal. The hard version has seventy seven million. Good lord. Right. Um... Yeah, I didn't feel like I needed to do that, but I mean, I thought the gameplay was still fun. Yeah. Um, I liked that they made the DMW not obtrusive, and uh, it just kind of helps you here right. and there. Uh, I love getting the random, like, oh, no MP costs or no AP costs or um, all that stuff. So there's There's one mission in that game. Did you ever find Tonberry? Yeah, I did this Hotbury. Uh, okay, his last mission. There's a spot in the map where you can get a Tonberry to basically glitch into the level, or he like yeah. he gets stopped by a barricade or like by a wall, so he'll just keep walking at you, but he can't actually get you. Right, and you can just let the DMW spin forever. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, and I, that's how I leveled up, or a lot of the time, because yeah, like. Oh, I can get Moogle, or I can get Cisne to uh, do her thing, then get Moogle to level up my materia, or just like level right. my character up. So it's like, yep, yeah, I'm just gonna let, let this run for an hour or two, and then come back to it. <laughs> I also like Cisne. 
a lot sucks that she doesn't really appear. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like another part of like me shooting holes. My friend, my buddy's plan. It's like, oh, they have a plan. I'm like, no, they don't, because it's bolted her into this game. Like, no, pro- like, yeah. It's not like she pops in Final Fantasy Seven, you know, at all. It's like they they needed another love interest for Zach besides Aerith. Yeah. Um, and and Yuffie was too young. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Way too young. Uh, that but, stuff's cute though, like with the UV. <laughs> and it, it sucks because yeah, like I, I like you said, I like Sisney a lot. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by thirty percent in twenty twenty three. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S. based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yeah. Like, more than Tifa. <laughs> so. I mean, I don't know how to go that far. But, um, you know, yeah, I do think that, like, what she does for Zach or whatever in the game is pretty cool. And Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I, I I really enjoy the game. It's not super long, which I also uh, enjoyed about that. And uh, I I would say that I don't know that it's worth fifty dollars. Um, just me personally, but I got it for like thirty. So that was my. I thought that for thirty, it's it's worth it for everything. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, overall positive uh, on that game. Uh, I think I wouldn't put it in our end of the year thing because it's still mostly a remaster. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they, unlike like Persona Five Royal, like they didn't change anything. Yeah, they didn't. Except, yeah, they didn't change anything except make the voice acting worse. So <laughs> I don't. I can't speak on that, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, um, it does really make you feel like okay, they're definitely going to spin this on its head when we get to rebirth here, and yeah. that's why they wanted to give you the original story so you can play through that. And then when they change things to rebirth, you can't really get upset because that original story's out there for you, right? So or or people who are playing rebirth don't know who the hell Zach is. <laughs> yeah, that too. They'll definitely know who Zach is, and you would appreciate him. So that's. Um, Another thing too, uh, like I said, that made me want to go try to see if I can get through Final Fantasy VII finally. So I'm almost done with Midgar. So, so the that's whole good, part of Final Fantasy remake, VII remake, that's like I'm the done with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole like first what six hours of the game. Um, but yeah, it's fun always going through that. I think I've done that. Midgar part, I don't know how many times it's the problem of like once you get out to the open world where there's a lot more stuff is where I sometimes I peter off. Um so I'm gonna try to not do that um this time and keep up with it. But I mean we'll see, if you, yeah. If you follow a guide, it's easy enough. Like maybe not yeah. step by step, but I say, okay, go to calm, get the you know, get the airplane, yeah. you know, do all this other crap. Like how far have you gotten into that game at all? Like ever. Uh, the farthest I've ever gotten is, uh, into this, like where I got the high wind. Okay. The first one. I assume the first one. 
Yeah, the first one, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's when that game really opens up, but also that game has the problem of of that era of, like, if you stop playing for more than a week, it tells you nothing about where to go next. Or, like... Yeah, no, definitely. Like, um, I, I think there's a kind of, like, a, a guy in the ship that goes, like, oh, we need to go here next, but, like, it's not clear about where that is or what to do right. when you get there or anything, like... So... Yeah, having objectives like in, in games nowadays is a lot more helpful. <laughs> uh, no, certainly. And then also the, I really do appreciate the ones that do the. Oh, hey, you haven't played in a bit. Here's the recap. All right. Like more games should really do that. Honestly, uh, it would be great if if more games did that. To be fair. Yep. Uh, even I haven't been playing. That's that's all I've been. Uh, really playing. I just downloaded that. Um, I got a code for uh, Space for the Unbound, which comes out on the 19th. I uh, downloaded it. That's all I've done with it. We'll see tomorrow's my day off, so I'll probably get to dive into it and maybe get to skirt around the embargo and talk a little bit um, about it. I haven't played um, any. I haven't played anything. I'm play, I played like I finished up WoW. Yeah, and that's been about it. Any like final thoughts? I did part of the raid. It was okay, okay. Uh, and the stuff I I want to drop never did. So I'm like, yep, this is wild. <laughs> it sounds like because there are like mounts in the game that you can only get like you can only try for like once every week. Yeah, and it's like, yep, doing this for the past nine years now, and like, it's like, wow, this is a good use of my time. <laughs> Uh, right that's exactly what you want to be doing there yeah um yeah um i and i'm also waiting to see what's gonna happen if we get a code for uh one piece odyssey which comes out like next week so watch we'll get like a ps5 code so it'll be screwed <laughs> i mean i'll be fine i have both so it doesn't matter yeah, but you, you don't want to, you're not playing that regularly, so that's the issue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like my housing situation is going to get better where I can have more access to my PSI. Uh, the only, um, I mean, in the hotels, the Wi Fi sucks, so I can't use remote play at all. So that's why I can't even really play those games. But, um, yeah, I mean, either PSI or Xbox, that works. We'll see um yeah how that goes but uh our last thing we're gonna do here is our top 10 or a little bit more thereabouts uh anticipated games of 2023 like i said we'll do our top 10 of 2022 and our usual like building a top 25 whenever we can figure out who's going to be on it and when we can uh do the show but, you know, since we're already kind of looking ahead to next year or this year uh, that we're already in, I guess let's why not kind of go through some of our, our favorite games. So what are your uh, you have 11 here? What are your 11 through five, I guess? Uh, 11 was Theater Rhythm. Uh, I'll probably get that next month when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, Everspace 2, that's due out this year, finally. 
but I mean, it's I've already played it. It's an early access since it came out right. like a year and a half ago or whenever. Uh, Remnant 2, that's a big if. It comes out this year. Uh, yeah. Number 8 is an Aiden Chronicles 100 Heroes game. That's another right. game that like I'm not sure it's going to come out this year, but you know, hopefully. And then Diablo they 4. They promised that that's going to come out. Yeah, like. but they, who knows? <laughs> yeah. And then 7 is Diablo 4. Diablo 4. Um, I mean, that's going to be uh, probably a big game for you and Yens, I'd imagine. A 7 is good, yeah. <laughs> you think it won't be? I think Blizzard has a damn lot to prove. <laughs> I mean, they can't get worse than what they went through last year. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, it could be, but I, I have faith that it's going to be good. Like, I think I, I get that why the hesitancy and everything, but I feel like they just, like they, it can't be bad. Like, I think they just have too much writing on it. For it not to be good at this point, you know. So yeah, um, I have uh, like one of my games I'm definitely looking forward to, and maybe not. Um, that's at the bottom, like replaced. When that thing got announced, that that Xbox show. Um. I thought it looked awesome, and then they showed it again at the Game Awards. Still looks freaking great. So uh, excited for that. Um, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Definitely want to play that when that comes out. Pretty, you know, one of those yeah. March, the, the spring games. That'd be cool. Uh, for sure. Um, Ever Crisis. Uh, looking forward to playing that, of course, so we can continue the Final Fantasy. Seven, uh, Hollow Knight Six Song, something one that I'm we're looking forward to, and also the other them as well. I'm gonna get the super duper big edition for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably pick that up too. But you'll um, get it on the Switch, and I'll get it on the PS5. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a good thing to have portably. I won't lie, uh, just to be able to turn that thing on and play for yes, a little bit. And at the cost of performance, then it becomes an issue. <laughs> If like the characters Co- still look like they do on the 3DS, I don't think we're going to have performance issues. Well, Crisis Core doesn't doesn't run well in the Switch. <laughs> or... No, it runs well on the Switch. They just it doesn't run at 60 frames; it runs at 30. But it it's a locked 30 frames, and it runs really well. I don't have any problems with it glitching or. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, what are your la- your Final five, I guess. My, my top five or six or whatever. Uh, Fire Emblem and Engage. All right. I've heard okay. good things. I know the previews just came out for that, and people are a little shaky on it. Like, yeah. I guess it kind of removes some of the social aspect stuff, but it's like, that's not entirely bad. Like, it, it gets, kind of, gets kind of bogged down in, like, three houses a little. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, and then... Jedi Survivor, those will be cool. Uh, the the top three were the Suikoden Remaster. Uh, yeah, that's totally yours. And I know I'm going to be buying two two copies of that. 
because I'll buy it when it comes out. And then I know Limited Run will have, like, the super deluxe version of it, like, nine months down the road. You know, here's yeah. a $200 box of it. We get the soundtrack and all this stupid crap. Right. Pissed. And the, two, the top two, uh, which are kind of jokes, but we'll see. Uh, the, <laughs> the second one is Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. And I've only had that oh, on my right. list for, like, the past four years now. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's gonna come one of these. It's gonna come one of these years. I just know it. And the top one is Regency Solitaire too. Oh, fair enough. Yep. Uh, yeah, I know you love that first Regency Solitaire. So. Yeah, and I've been uh, following the guy, the the you know the programmer or the you know the main guy on Twitter, and what they showed looks good because then like the last two games he's they've made like weren't bad, but they weren't what I wanted necessarily. Right. So, this looks like a nice return to form. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, yeah, for me, uh, One Piece Odyssey, which is about to come out pretty quickly here. So, happy that I get one of my games I've been looking forward to. The first, uh, I guess you can call it JRPG for One Piece. It's it got turn-based battles, stuff I love. You get to go through the whole One Piece story, but they're not doing it like, you know, and then the direct, you know, all, way you're so... all thirty years of One Piece. Where the fuck long it's been, <laughs> right? Hey, still, uh, still gonna be uh, really good, I think. Um, I don't know why I'm. Uh, I had theater of them already there. Uh, Lack of Dragon Ishin. I'm excited for that. Yeah, you know, uh, just super pumped about that, but I'm not sure it's going to come out this year. <laughs> you really don't think so? They're like even saying, I mean, I know that they have that other one that for sure is probably not coming, but I think like Ishin for for sure it's going to come. Uh, hopefully. And then, of course, the two Final Fantasies. For me, uh, Final Fantasy is uh, my favorite franchise, so um, why not? The 16 and I don't know that Rebirth is going to come. I'm hoping. I, I really doubt it. <laughs> that it's going to be a December 2023 game. He did say that things are progressing well, but I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about January, February 2024 uh, when that finally comes out. Yeah. Um, another one that I forgot to put on here, Alan Wake 2. Pretty excited for that, too. Right. But, but I mean, focus. yeah. No, uh, that demo didn't leave me with the best of feelings. Yeah, uh, I might try to go play it again or whatever, but I mean, also, you know, I'm kind of debating on Dead Space Remake, and that comes out like three days after, and it's like, I don't know that I can, you know, buy both. So, and, and plus, I got to spend all that money on uh, theater, the final bar line that comes out. Like not that long after there, so uh, that's gonna be like that's the super duper edition. So I think that's like a hundred and twenty dollars or something. Ah, uh, that's a hundred. Oh, a hundred. Okay. But um, yeah. I, once that comes out, I'll probably just be playing that for a while. Right. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to for this year. Um, a lot of games that got delayed from last year that are probably gonna come out this year. You'd think. Um. I don't think we're going to see so many delays as we have in the last couple of years because of like, that's when we really had to deal with COVID. 
So I think we're going to start seeing more games start actually hitting the dates or if they get delayed, they get delayed like to where they'll end up coming in later in the year, but they actually come out. So uh, we'll see. Let's hope Microsoft puts out more than three games this year. (laughs) Well, I mean, even if they – well, but okay, let's let's think about it. If they – what they came out with last year was just really small. It's like we're talking about Pentiment, Grounded, and I can't even think of the other game right now. Um, so, and I don't think that was actually like a Microsoft game. I think it was a, a High on Life was just, that's a third party uh, thing that they just got the exclusive rights to. But, um, I mean, if you get both Redfall and Starfield within, let's say, March and May, which the rumor are rumors are that Redfall is coming in May and Starfield is possibly coming in the spring. The the other game was As Dusk Falls. Oh, As Dusk Falls is not Microsoft either. I think that's just an exclusive. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I like that those falls and everything. But if you release both those two, uh, and then Forza Motorsport 8, or whatever they're going to yeah. call that, uh, later in the year, I mean, that's three really quality games. I mean, uh, I don't know that I'm going to play any of them unless I can... We're on Game Pass, so you'll play them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not a racing person, so I know I won't play Forza. Uh, but See, of, maybe, of those, maybe Starfield. Of those games, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play Redfall. <laughs> yeah, I might try out Redfall. Uh, it's not, like, moving me. Um, there's other it stuff just, coming to Game Pass that I'm... It just smacks of all these other, four, like, out, like four player games like you know right back for blood or evil dead or all those other stupid crap yeah all that exactly that, i mean back for blood was fun come back on for like a was week really fun. and quickly flame out <laughs> let's let's see if redfall can buck that trend um oh another game that i'm super excited about i forgot wow why do, how did i forget this game sea of stars which basically is like an indie version of chrono trigger uh, it looks freaking amazing, and it's supposed to come out this year. So, um, yeah, but like I said, there's a lot here that you know we could probably do a top like twenty or thirty, whatever. There's there's a lot. If all this stuff comes out this year, <laughs> bless you. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> sorry, our our wallets are gonna be screaming. So. Uh, that being said, I think we're, unless you have anything else. The, nope. So that's pretty much it. Uh, what are your most anticipated games of this year? Let us know in the comments on YouTube or, you know, and you can email us, w2network.gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at w2network.com. At Humanity Plague, at w2network. Whatever, you can go watch us on YouTube, on Twitch, or go listen to us on the podcast of your choice. Uh, if you like what you heard, you can hit subscribe. Uh, and I was obviously go leave us a review if you can. That'd be great. Helps us out. And 
yeah, we will see you um, hopefully not too long from now to do uh, our top 25 and our top 10s and uh, obviously to do more episodes because the year's starting. Lots to talk about here. Lots to go on. So see you later, everybody. Later.